0: Welcome to Public Safety Talk Radio, the podcast for all of our heroes in public safety, including law enforcement professionals, firefighters, EMTs, corrections officers, healthcare workers, and more. This show is produced by the POCUA and is founded upon its Soundness initiative. This episode is sponsored by the Finest Service Organization, a provider of line of duty death loan protection through many of our POCUA institutions. Hi, I'm Ken Bader, your host for Public Safety Talk Radio, and we have a great guest today. We have Becky Landis, who is the CEO of State Highway Patrol Federal Credit Union, a member of the Police Officers Credit Union Association for quite some time now. Uh, She is also a spouse of a retired law enforcement professional, if I remember it correctly. So she's going to give us a great perspective. Becky, welcome to the show. Thank you. Oh, woman, here a woman a few words. Just thank you and get right into it. Happy Friday. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> Two o'clock in the afternoon.
0: Yes, exactly. See, you know, maybe I should do all of my show recordings on a Friday afternoon because every time I seem to do that, see, people always seem to be so happy. <laughs> it's Friday. yeah i'm i'm ducking down to get my notes again so i can ask the right question so you're on top of it i'm not but anyhow but but tell us about the first responders that state highway patrol federal credit union serve i know it's pretty uh obvious from the name but but give us a little bit more background on the credit union
1: Well, as a law enforcement agency and a a, credit union, um, we're a little unique. We we are closed seg, single seg. The Ohio State Highway Patrol. We have about sixteen hundred active troopers, but then we also serve the retirees and all of their immediate families. So total membership we have probably about getting approaching eight thousand in our membership.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How much of a challenge is it to you to cover the entire state of Ohio? I know it's not quite California where I am, but that's a pretty big. Right.
1: (laughs) It is. I mean, we use some pretty creative marketing and try to reach out to our members. Um, We also obviously uh, participate in the share branching network, too. So that helps considerably. And then our online, we do considerable amount of business online electronically.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which is great for COVID-19 pandemic uh-huh. times. Uh-huh. <laughs> although, although our officers are, are still on out there and uh, we really appreciate that in all seriousness that they're putting their is. lives on the line in, in more than one way. Um, Kind of speaking of that a little bit, you're, you're very passionate about emergency preparedness. We've talked about mm-hmm. this a little bit before. Uh, and I know that you have some programs and possibly even some products and services that help with that to plan for that emergency financially before it even happens. Can you talk to us a little bit about that?
1: Well, the way that I look at it, I think that my philosophy of this particular credit union, we are here to serve these members. Um, these members, a the majority of our members, are out there serving and protecting us. So we need to do everything in our power and our ability to, to be able to serve them in any way they can. They're not a Monday through Friday, eight to five job. You know, they're working seven days a week, holidays, um, all hours of the night. So we needed to find ways that we could help them with their financial wellness in different creative ways. Well, one thing for sure that we have is a certified financial counselor on our staff. She's been through extensive training um, so that when a member does come in and we're looking at a loan application, we look outside of that loan request and see what else we can do to help benefit that member financially. It's been a huge success for us. Our members uh, truly appreciate it. They don't always think about the financial side of their life. because they're busy thinking about other things right now obviously um, as they do you know every day of their life so if we can just help them with that one thing you know just take some of that pressure and some of that stress off of them to help them with their financial wellness
0: Yeah, yeah, I know you and this is not a knock on law enforcement, just something that I've heard from a a number of folks that they they live for today because of the uh, the the nature of the profession that they have. Um, And and that, you know, sometimes, you know, when it's. When it's their idea, it's a lot easier. When it's somebody else's idea, sometimes it's a little bit more difficult. Yeah, a little bit off the cuff as a, as a spouse of a law enforcement professional. Does that seem to give you a, a little bit of a better perspective on how to reach some of these folks and, and really talk about the future with them?
1: Absolutely, because my husband worked, I raised three kids. I say I did, I know we we did, but he was gone a lot. <laughs> right. And he worked the four night shift. I worked during the day. So it was up to me. So I handled the kids, the kids events and all the financial responsibilities. I wish back then I would have had somebody say, Hey, let us help you here a little bit. Why don't you, you know, do X, Y, and Z. And the, one of the things that we'd like to t- talk to about our memberships is opening subsidiary s- savings accounts. You know, um, one of the things that we find out sometimes in law enforcement, they're not always good savers. Mm-hmm. And what can we do to help prepare that? So we have what's called subsidiary accounts, which they can open a share account and then they can open as many other savings accounts as they want and then label them whatever. And it can be vacation, it can be property taxes, you know, it can be dental care and the deposit, direct deposit from their paycheck right into all of those accounts. And that money is always there for that specific need
0: yeah that's a smart idea I know from from my dad he wasn't a um, police officer or first responder but he was a teacher and at his teacher's credit union he would deliberately have uh, money go right out of his paycheck and into this special mm-hmm. account so he didn't even have to think of it it was an automatic savings and if he didn't see it every day, you know he didn't necessarily touch it you know unless it was an emergency like time when our house got flooded Mm -hmm. (laughs) or something like that but then it was there
1: (laughs) it seems so simple it seems such a simple plan it is very simple plan but just getting people to talk about that saying you know not everyone knows everything financially and the key is knowing what your debt is knowing what your financial responsibilities is knowing what your spending habits are Um, And then trying to convey that to us so we can put it in a plan for them. And that's where the certified financial counselor comes into play.
0: Yeah, yeah, great point. Um, Maybe the most important question of our discussion uh, being a mom of three kids, have you counted how many little league games you've attended?
1: Oh, (laughs) my son. My yeah. daughter played little league softball, but my son also played on a traveling baseball team and made it all the way through college. So I've been to many baseball games. <laughs> I, you know, to this day, I can't hardly eat a hot dog or, or shredded chicken sandwich because we eat so many of all things.
0: I had to ask because I vaguely remembered the backstory on the baseball. Yeah. So I just figured we, we had to get it on tape. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you, did you make like cupcakes and stuff for these things or were you not the baker mom? Um,
1: I wasn't the baker mom because I had to work, remember? Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, we, we were, um, we, we were that, we were that family that wouldn't, uh, wouldn't eat out. We always brought our food with us. So it was tough. I mean, we were living on, I was working in a, the B word, a bank yeah. and um, as a, like a assistant branch manager my husband was a cop and yeah. we lived on limited income even with that so we yeah. were very frugal well
0: we're, we're so, one well we're one happy that you came around you know 11 some years yeah, ago to, to this industry number one Um at number two so did you so there was no like we're going to the store to buy like eight Entenmann's or something and bring it with us it yeah. was <laughs> anyhow all right so so my my attempt at bomb humor is not working I'm gonna go back to the questions that we that we have already planned <laughs> uh, which which is yeah you know, uh, unfortunately we have to talk about a very heavy subject which is killed in the line of duty unfortunately mm-hmm. that's that is a fact of uh, in the nature of the profession on so many different levels um, and uh, I I am very pleased um, within the police officers credit union association that we do have the, the finest service organization um, offering killed in the line of duty insurance through a number of our POCUA credit unions. Um, and if I remember it correctly, State Highway uh, Patrol Federal Credit Union was one of the first ones uh, to begin offering this. Can you tell us a little bit more, um, not only about the product, cause we do wanna hear about that, but also the decision making in making that available to your membership?
1: Well, again, you know, I, my personal life played a part in it. Yeah. Um, as as a, a wife of a retired police officer, I mean, uh, you know, I'll, I'll never forget that day in, in 1981 when my husband was involved in a shooting. Yeah. And um, it was it was horrific. And, you know, I thank God every day that he wasn't the one that was shot. Um, I have a son-in-law who is a captain in a police department. So it's still part of my life very much. And then I sure. work in this environment, too. So I see it. I feel it. I, I, I believe in this product. So it was, it was a very easy sell for me because I actually understood it. So when we took this to the board of directors, um, there really wasn't too much of a hesitation t- to sell this. So we, I wouldn't even sell it. We offer it to our membership. We right. pay for it. When we introduce it to the new cadets that are coming to the State Highway Patrol, we have one of our uh, staff members that, that talks to the cadets. I join her, and this is the part that I share because it is very important to me, this piece of it. And it's pretty much dead silence in the room because I start the the conversation about this product that we offer uh, about, you know, it is a fact, but it's more of a reality. And this is a reality check and it is called killed in the line of duty. And this is a reality. You need to take it serious Uh, and your family needs it. So do this for your family. This is not necessarily for you. This is for your family and their benefit. How we put the benefit together was, um, the member would apply for a $10,000 loan or $10,000 or more that automatically qualifies them for this killed in the line of duty insurance. It will pay off any loan at this credit union up to $825,000. That would include their mortgage too. Um, So anything that they would have here, if the unfortunate event happens that they're killed in the line of duty, their family will be protected.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know it's a tough subject to talk about, but it's one that, that needs to be discussed um, because you never know when that's gonna happen. And uh, um, yeah, I know that, that some of the institutions that offer this uh, market it under line of duty death uh, or LODD, uh, but there are some like yours that, that do go right for it's, it's called killed in the line of duty insurance. Um, which is is kind of a smack right between the eyes, but sometimes yeah you know, we need that harshness in order to be able to to get through to anybody, not just law enforcement, of the importance of you know really protecting your families. Um, right. you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard enough to you know think about losing your life, but at least. The understanding of you know what my my wife and kids are going to be taken care of has to has to bring some type of comfort. I would assume.
1: Right, and it and it does. I mean, the, the room gets pretty quiet because that's exactly how I present it. You know, it's it's not a it's not a fact. It's it's an actual reality. And if you don't think that this could happen to you, then you need to get up and leave this room. And I tell them that. Right. You know, it it you hate to use that cl- cliche of it is what it is, but it yeah. is what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm sure you come with a maternal tone that just gets through to everybody as well. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Enough of the mother conversation. Let's go back to your expertise in in finances. Yeah, is there possibly a number one financial tip um, for financial emergency preparedness Um, that you'd like to offer our audience, maybe one that you offer to a lot of the cadets, other than the obvious that if you are in law enforcement and specifically the state patrol in Ohio, that you should be working with your credit union.
1: Well, I think I kind of alluded to it earlier about knowing what you're spending. You know, you you have to keep track of it. It's kind of like when you're on a diet. And you're supposed to keep track of all your calories and, you know, your carbs and the calories you're eating. It's the same thing in your financial wellness too. You need to keep track of that. Once you start keeping track of that and writing down or somehow recording exactly where all your money's going, it can be a real eye opener to most people. Mm -hmm. I've been there. I've done it. I, I went through that process and saw where my money was going. And until you sit down and do it, you don't realize how much spending you do that is unnecessary
0: yeah yeah simply simply put um to kind of paraphrase what what you said which I agree with a hundred percent and and I've had to frankly learn it harsh at it harshly at times in my life uh, but I think back to a mentor that I had in the 90s uh, when I came into the credit union industry ironically um, he said what gets measured is what gets done um, mm. And yeah, and, you know, I, I noticed it, you know, just this year in me losing weight, which I really <laughs> needed to do, uh, you know, I was even at dinner last night looking at the soda that the uh, waitress recommended, I'm like, 36 carbs in one in one can? What Come on, that? man, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I can. I can probably have two cheeseburgers instead of one, and dr- just drink water, man. Um, and it's the same thing with finances. You know, when you look at that, especially, yeah, you know, God knows that there are so many apps and and other things that you can use. When you look at that, at least on a weekly basis or on a daily basis like I do, Mm -hmm. you you begin to think and say, you know what? I got food at home. I really don't need to spend 15 bucks on this breakfast burrito and a coffee.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's such a simple analogy when you're comparing the two. It's like recording when you're losing a diet, compare you know, then record your amount of your spending. Yeah. It does it's a little more work on your part. You're gonna have to put the effort into it to do that. But you're yeah. not gonna lose weight unless you put a little effort into it. So why not be in a better financial position by doing this simple task?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that little bit of effort every day uh, basically is a prevention of a lot of effort that you may have to do a few years from now. (laughs) Great. Perfect. Both ways,
1: on a diet and your financial wellness, both ways.
0: Exactly. Maybe we'll bring you back for the uh, physical pillar of our soundness initiative on an episode one day.
1: (laughs) No,
0: I'm good. That has certain devices I'm not going to be about. Well, we'll keep it at finance. Uh, Becky, thank you so much for spending some time with uh, us today. Yeah, you know, always a fun and really insightful conversation with you. So thank you so much for taking some time today.
1: Thank you for inviting me. Have a good day.
0: My pleasure. And thank you to all of you that have either watched or listen to this episode of Public Safety Talk Radio, and we will be with you again in about a week with another great guest. Take care. Public Safety Talk Radio was produced by the POCUA. POCUA is a consortium of financial institutions serving law enforcement, as well as other first responders and public safety professionals. To learn more about our association and to find one of our credit unions or service providers near you, go to www.PoliceCreditUnions.com. And always remember, if you aren't working with one of our POCUA credit unions, you're just banking with an institution that just so happens to serve first responders. As a public safety professional, you and your family deserve better. Find a POCUA credit union today.